and Caleb Collier said, I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into the politics that is science. Okay, we know this. The enemy is roaring like a lion, and I use that that word in English is called a simile when you use like or as. He is not a lion. He is like a lion. He's a deceitful lion, but I think more than anything, he uses the tactics of lies. And when it comes to vaccines, uh, we have been lied about. Those of you who have tried to find information, you've been lied to. Hopefully, and I pray this over you, if you have taken the vaccine, um, I believe Jesus can heal you. I believe Jesus can take away any effects. As we speak about these adverse effects today, I want you to not be in a spirit of fear. Those of you who have uh, continued to be on the vaccine regimen, I really want to encourage you to use wisdom. Wisdom is supreme. Listen to this show. Maybe you're one of those who you're finally to the point where you're realizing, hey, these are not only uh, not safe, but they're ineffective. They're not even working. So... With that, this is part three. We're going to continue to cover the damning information about vaccines. This is a clinical study that has been uh, threatened to be taking, taken off uh, this publication site, Cure Us, um, which is brought to you in part by this group called the Springer Nature Group. And uh, Nathaniel is with us right now. Nathaniel Mead, I'm going to introduce him quickly. We've already had two episodes talking about the dangers of the vaccine. This clinical study that you and Dr. McCullough, uh, others um, such as Jessica Rose and um, uh, the name is escaping me. Stephanie, what's her, what's her name? Seneff. Stephanie Seneff. This has been probably one of the most hands-on and then the graphs have been supremely damning to uh, Pfizer, all of these corporations. But, but I, w- I would like to continue because there's, there's some more information that, that I would like you to thoroughly cover um, that is this very eye-opening and a, a smoking gun, to say the least. It's more like a smoking bazooka. So with that, uh, th- those of you, please welcome Nathaniel Mead. Good to have you back. Good to be back. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to, we're going to get right back into the trail. You were talking about DNA effects because this is this MRNA technology uh, under the guise of experimental is been given to us, uh, as you said in the episode before, through a nanoparticulate. It, it was delivered, and in, in I've had vaccines. I worked for a vet clinic, and I would administer vaccines to animals. Uh, there would be a place of irritation in the animal or right there locally. Uh, most vaccines would stay locally in in that area that it was injected, but we saw with the, uh, the spike protein adverse effects throughout the whole body. We would see, we would see attacks to the side of the body or, or um, out of the blue, just, just a horrible reactions. And um, because it was delivered in a nanoparticulate, you know, I'm talking, I, I don't know the numbers as far as size. It, these, these modifying particulates would be able to deliver anywhere into the body. Now, DNA, I would suspect, is forever changed. This is like X Files, X Men type stuff. Um, what can what can you tell us about that? Because that's I think where you were ready to head. 
Yeah, um, and you know when these spike proteins go in the body. Before I get into this actual DNA contamination issue, they're creating a an explosion or a a big spike in inflammation in the tissues that they're present in. And as most people probably know now, inflammation, especially when it's chronic which is what happens when this spike protein is generating constantly over six months, constantly in the body. So that mRNA, which is the genetic code that gets carried through this kind of lipid nanoparticle submarine vehicle <laughs> that travels through the blood and into the tissues, gets in through the membranes of the cells and it enters into the tissues. It's then that mRNA is a genetic code that's producing this spike protein constantly over at least six months, and it probably goes on for much longer. So that's inflammation that's happening all around in that area. And as, as we know, inflammation promotes many diseases. It promotes heart disease, cancers, even diabetes, but it's associated with autoimmune uh, diseases like uh, rheumatoid arthritis, which uh, this clearly causes. We have Many, many documented cases published showing that the that the vaccines, the COVID nineteen vaccines, are causing uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And in fact, one of my neighbors here in Virginia had three different autoimmune conditions diagnosed after her first booster shot. Okay, so it's causing a lot of problems at the inflammatory and autoimmune, which is an immune disruption phenomenon. And now we bring in the DNA contamination issue, okay, which is a really big issue because it's separate from the fact that this is a genetic product itself, meaning an, a genetic code is being inserted in our cells and it's being told what to do, and, and it's an altered genetic code. It's, it's a modified mRNA, which is altered mRNA. Um, and synthetic, and, and, and uh, it's in a form that is designed to stay in your body right. and to get into any part of your body. So, unfortunately, the clinical trials that were used to produce the or to test these products in the beginning were using a manufacturing technique that did not introduce the problem that we're now seeing, okay? Those trials were, a lot, you know, because they were a relatively modest number of people, it was actually over 70,000 people, so it's still a lot of people, but compared to the billions of people around the world, it's small. So in order to get it to the billions of people around the world, they had to use a different process for manufacturing, which is called process two. Process one was what they used for the clinical trial. Right. Process two uses a uh, bacterial plasmid technology that generates the mRNA in very large quantities, which is great for the vaccine industry, but terrible for us. Right. Because in the process of doing that, it gets contaminated with a bacterial DNA, okay? And, and so all, and this is not an exaggeration, all of the many, many samples that had been analyzed 
uh, from the COVID mRNA vaccines, all of them have the DNA contamination. They literally, each sample has billions, not millions, billions of DNA fragments in the vaccine sample, okay? And this is in process two. The one that was used for mass production has been shown to have these, uh, what Dr. McCullough calls uh, process-related impurities because he wants, he's trying not to make it so charged because when you say DNA contamination, people go, oh no, no, freak out. Well, they, we should freak out, but he wants to be able to have a level conversation about it because that's the way Dr. McCullough is. He's like a statesman, you know, in, in the scientific community. And he doesn't want us to get too emotionally charged about it. So the problem is that some of this bacterial DNA is uh, the SV40 sequence, which is an SV40 sequence as we document in our paper. And if you don't believe me, then look at the documentation because it shows studies, published studies, that are linking the SV40 sequence with cancers, different kinds of cancers. And that's been shown in multiple studies. First, it was shown in animal studies as a, as a real uh, possibility, and then it was shown in human studies. But it seems to be um, mainly a cofactor, and, and that means that if you have a risk of cancer or you have other risk factors that would predispose you to cancer, then the SV40 would interact with that in order to cause cancer. The big question is, okay, there's two, two big issues here. One is that this technology is highly unstable. So that means that many um, batches of the COVID mRNA vaccines are uh, uh, of different amounts of DNA contamination. Okay, so there'll be small amounts in some batches and large amounts in other batches. And that could explain why some batches don't seem to result in any problems at all. You know, about 30% of all the batches uh, have no effect, like not even in the arm when they get injected, you don't see any symptoms, and then you don't see any adverse effects either. Um, but uh, according to Dr. McCullough and the research he's looked at, and I have to look at this more carefully because most of this is very recent um, insights that we're getting, somewhere between 4 and 8% of all the batches are considered very dangerous, you know, or potentially lethal. So it's kind of like Russian roulette. Wow. You know, you don't, you don't know when you're On getting... On a very, very large scale, but still... Yeah, and so that's one issue. Russian related is one issue, but then there's the other big question, and this is really big. Will this bacterial DNA that has contaminated all of these vaccines, will that DNA become part of the human DNA? Will it, will it integrate into the human genome, okay, which is all of the genetic material that is in our body? Will it, will it integrate into that that's a, the big question that Dr. Joseph Ladapo of Florida, the F Florida Surgeon General, recently brought up in a beautiful, eloquent statement that he made publicly. Will, that, will this integration into the human genome happen? If it happens, then there are various possibilities. One is that it could create cancer. The other is that it could um, 
it could alter, you know, what's happening in terms of the sperm and the egg and, you know, the reproductive process, and it could be passed on to subsequent generations, right. which, which could predispose them to all kinds of problems that we cannot predict. These are all valid conversations that affect the future in a society right now, which just reflecting on where we are as a society, we now care about microplastics in the ocean. Uh, Years ago, uh, my grandfather used to pour his oil on the driveway. He used to, after he changed his oil in his truck, he'd just pour it right there on the, on the dusty gravel driveway. Now everyone looks at that as like, Hey, that's going in the aquifer. We, you know, everyone looks at, uh, pesticides that go on our foods now as something that's, you know, all the crunchy moms care about this stuff They they want organic. We were introduced to the term organic. Why are they trying to keep this information as far as even as Dr. McCullough was saying impurities, you're calling it DNA. What's the word? Process related. Process-related impurities, yeah, uh, or or process-related DNA fragments, you know, that are impurities. Um, They're in there. What, what this paper is addressing is you may not be able to find out what the causality is now, but they're in there and everyone needs to know. And of course the insert was blank. Nobody really actually got to read the risks about what, what this potentially could cause. But now in this paper, you're saying that there is fragmented DNA I don't know how to, to me, the word impurity does not define this enough. I don't even want the opportunity for a foreign DNA that I didn't pick. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't want the risk. What was the name of the, the DNA strand? Is something 40? What was it called? SD40. I, I, I don't SD40. want that. <laughs> no, no. I want and, that. Well, you, you, you said something very important just, just now. You said, I don't want the risk even, you know, from a precautionary point of view, which means if you know there's the possibility that, A, you could uh, be exposing yourself, well, you are exposing yourself to to foreign DNA that could become integrated into your own genome. Even if we don't know yet, because we haven't done the studies, we don't know whether that's happening, but the studies are are undergoing, they're, they're happening now. So we will be finding out. Um, but, you know, in the interim, on a precautionary point of, uh, basis, you don't want to be exposing yourself to that kind of thing. I think, and, and this takes us into another really important piece of this, because I've mentioned risk several times. I mentioned if people are at risk of cancer, for example, then, and you get exposed to the vaccine, and the inflammatory effects and the immune dysfunctional effects of the vaccine, it is going to put you at increased risk of a new cancer or a activation of a previous cancer that was dormant, okay? So many of the cancers, like like let's say you you went through breast cancer experience, women uh, in particular uh, who have gone through this and they're in remission for 20 years, they're usually considered cured. Even if they're in remission for five years, they're considered cured. But 20 years is highly unlikely that you'll see a relapse. But we're seeing relapses of these breast cancers that have been dormant for so long. And what's happening, which is so tragic, and I, it breaks my heart, is um people who are at risk who never would have developed these cancers are developing not only 
a relapse, but they're having these very aggressive cancers that right. are hyper hyper progressive. And I can tell you, this is not a myth. I have seen this. I have a close friend who I knew for 45 years, who I was one of my best buddies, and he developed a um, acute myeloid leukemia, a very aggressive form of this. And he was diagnosed. It, it's really kind of blows my mind still when I say it because I, I I couldn't believe it. But he went in for symptoms the day after the second booster, uh, and the symptoms were classic symptoms of leukemia. Now he. He then had this hyperprogression, which is also called a turbo cancer because it moves so fast. And he died within a few months, even though he had very aggressive treatments. And, you know, this is happening to a lot of people. They're, in fact, uh, some celebrities and some, you know, very famous people. Yeah, we just recently saw Toby Keith pass away, the country music artist. I just asked my wife about that. I was like, are you kidding me? This guy was young. And she's like, yeah. well, he yeah. probably got the shot. I don't, I, I can't say for sure. I can't speak to that, but we're seeing this term turbo cancer, you know, that, right. that, that term didn't, right. you know, pop up really that much on my radar till recently. Well, yeah. the term that has been used in the cancer field, if you're in oncology is uh, hyper progression. Okay. And that term was already in existence. Turbo is a lot easier to say. Right. Um, and, and of course, now what's happened is anybody who says turbo cancer, your label is an anti-vaxxer or a conspiracy theorist, you know. And um, of course, some conspiracy conspiracy theories do come true. People need to know that. Yeah, conspiracies uh, are coming true. Yes. And uh, so, so you know, the uh, but but it's what's so tragic is. You have all these conditions, and I want to talk about the neurological. So Dr. McCullough has identified four major groups of conditions that are caused by these vaccines, the mRNA vaccines. The first group is the cardiovascular, which the clinical trials hid from the public, and we only found out afterwards, which is so, so horrible that they were dishonest and that they lied to the public and the FDA, because they are in the pocket of the pharmaceutical industry, they went went along with it. Um, that's the first group. And it's causing heart attacks and sudden deaths and all of that. The second group is the neurological conditions, which I want to talk about. The third group is the hematological, which is these huge blood clots. So what's happening is they're finding clots that extend from the hip all the way down to the ankle, wow. which is unheard of. These are huge clots. These are gigantic, yeah. and, they, and yeah. they look really strange. They look like some extraterrestrial thing. And then the fourth group is the immune dysfunction or you know, especially autoimmune, but then there are all, all kinds of immune dysfunction issues that happen, like you produce the wrong antibodies, uh, you know, T cells are exhausted, you know, all kinds of things. So I want to talk about the neurological for a second, because in Pfizer's own documents, they list at the top seizures as, a ca as caused by these vaccines. Um, Within the documents, they also list many 
neurological effects that translate into psychological effects, like psychosis. Okay, they list psychosis, they list suicide, and then they list wow. not only many types of they, they list many variations of suicide: suicidal depression, suicidal ideation, suicidal behaviors. Suicidal. I mean, they keep going. And this is Pfizer's own documents. Wow. Okay, they tried to hide. So we're talking about a profound impact. And when I think of the unfortunate people who were trusting the CDC and believing that this was a good thing to do, who have developed these conditions, um, it's it's just horrible. And now let's say that you're an older person and you have Parkinson's disease, which is a neurological, or you have um, ALS or um, any number of, of, you know, slowly percolating uh, neurological diseases. These shots will accelerate those neurological conditions. And the reason they do that is because the mRNA goes into the brain. It passes through the blood-brain barrier, and it goes into what are called the microglia, which are these cells that, when they become inflamed, will promote these conditions. These are immune cells that are located in the brain. And this accelerates many neurological conditions. But the most common thing that has been seen over the past few years is dizziness and vertigo, okay? That's the most common neurological effect. And I can tell you that when this happens in an older person, which is very likely to happen in an older person, um, I mean, it can happen in a younger person, and I know for a fact that it has, and people I love, but the older people, the reason they're more prone is they, they tend to be more vulnerable to inflammatory problems. And this is neuroinflammation. This is inflammation in the brain, okay? And that's what promotes the depression. It promotes uh, dizziness and uh, altered, you know, uh, that dizziness in an older person often translates into accidental injury, you know, like falling. Right. Falling is the number one cause of accidental death in older people. And it's it has skyrocketed in the past two years. This is not. This is based on the CDC's own statistics. It's jumped by unbelievable amounts, you know. And and this is a horribly disabling thing, you know, dizziness and vertigo. And I again, I feel I feel so sad for all these people who are suffering from this and then who are dying prematurely from this. Um, and I I just think that the government agencies, you know, they lied, and you know the pharma. Pharma is in the business of promoting uh, products and selling products, and it's a greed-driven business largely. I hate to say it, but it is. And what's happened to the young people, as you said, the children, the children never needed the shots. The children, no. were they were at zero risk. They were at near zero risk of dying from these shots, and yet they're given something that is causing permanent heart damage. You know, in two to three percent of the kids, two to three percent. That's not even the speculation. That's based on clear evidence. You know, so zero percent for dying versus two to three percent of permanent heart damage and premature uh, uh, heart failure decades down the road. 
Um, and, and many children are being crippled by these shots. You know, Maddie DeGray, who is, um, you know, in the clinical trial, Pfizer trial, she was crippled for life. She's in a wheelchair. She got the vaccine. Uh, you know, her parents have, have tried to uh, appeal to the government to get them to acknowledge this. And, um, you know, and I know people personally who have who have been damaged you know, profoundly. Um, and, you know, it's it's really sad. It's really sad. And um, then we see globally, we see videos of people um, in India, China um, on close TV, you know, just simply having these weird you addressed it earlier. Um, maybe you can address it again. These very, very weird, uh, almost like they're seeing things, they're seeing people, they're kind of like freaking out, looking around, do this crazy, what I would describe as, uh, you know, seizure on the ground and then gone, dead. Uh, it, it has, it, it, you know, I was an EMT. I, I know signs of stroke. I know signs of, but I've never seen anyone look around as if they're having some type of neurological disorder as well. It's such a hard thing to diagnose. What was that? What is that? Um, do, do, do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know, because this is messing with the brain, you know, the brain is, uh, the central nervous system. Um, if you start to, to distribute, something that is causing inflammation throughout the brain structure, you know, it's, it's possible that it can cause hallucinations. It can cause all kinds of um, altered states of consciousness. And, um, you know, the, as I mentioned, psychosis, that, that's, that's reported. When I saw that, I, I started gathering the uh, medical uh, published reports of psychosis caused by the vaccine because I was so amazed that this was not front front lines of the uh, you know headlines uh, of you know New York Times or whatever. Of course, we'll never see it in the New York Times. Um, you'll never see it in in any of the mainstream uh, publications because of the uh, censorship that's happened. I, I would love to talk a little bit about the censorship. And, and how we are uh, dealing with that now. We got about 60 seconds left. If you can hit it in 60 seconds. Okay. Our, our article, uh, COVID-19 mRNA Vaccines, Lessons Learned, uh, which is published in Curious on January 24th. January 24th, it was published. Uh, it is being censored, okay? It's under threat of retraction by the publisher who is Springer. And uh, we are appealing the process, but we are concerned that Curious, which is the medical journal, which is a very good medical journal, is under pressure from the industry, from the vaccine industry, the COVID-19 vaccine stakeholders. Um, and they're trying to suppress this critical, peer-reviewed, published and copyrighted information that we have in this paper, which is extremely important because it lays out the risks and the lack of benefit from the COVID-19 vaccination. And this is being suppressed, and they are in violation of the uh, COPE guidelines, which is the Committee on Publication Ethics. Yeah. Well, this is a very important document, co-authored with 
with yourself, uh, Nathaniel Mead, our guest, and then six other individuals, including uh, Steve Kirsch and Peter McCullough, very big names in the vaccine community. We advise you, of course, to never, ever get the shot. But more than ever now, we advise you to hold these companies accountable. Those of you, you think to yourself, it's too late. It's too little too late. It's not true. Um, they have in legal terms, a seven-year period uh, where there's a statute of limitations. Well, we're well under seven years. Uh, it is 2024. COVID-19 hit uh, in 2021, the rollout. We, we have time to hold these suckers liable, for lack of a better word. And I appreciate all of your hard work. Everyone here at Church of State is going to do everything we can to make sure that your work is not censored, Nathaniel. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Church of State is brought to you in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I'm Pastor Gabe, and a calm does not suit me. Welcome to the fire. The doctor that I recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl. Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor bar none. You know, this is the great thing about officialsignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in, in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then official signups is not for you. You want to go find the, one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life well if you're looking for a, a doctor for yourself or maybe you're a doctor for your family or a doctor who's not going to push vaccines on you you want to go to officialsynapse.com you for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialsynapse.com to take part in all the savings all the great deals for you and your family with the rise of the BRICS nations uh you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency the United States is not, and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail. And my suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value. I might not be a gold or silver guru, but I want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day. So I would definitely recommend every one of you go to BH dash pm.com all you got to do is look around and see that the price of of everything is increasing gold and silver is on the rise it's being artificially suppressed you want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying please sir can i have some more stop waiting what are you waiting for four years from now prices are going to be absolutely astronomical go to bh dash pm.com get a consultation now you definitely want to mention church and state. It will get you the best prices. It will get you the best consultation advice. Use church and state when you go to bh-pm.com. MyPillow.com has got more than just pillows. You've got your slippers, your bathrobes. You have towels that actually dry you off, not the kind you buy at Walmart where it's just kind of a slick mess. Uh, they have got some of the best products out there. The sheets are uh, absolutely incredible. I think it's a thousand count. It's, it's the best products you can buy. And the pillows even have silencer technology in it. And so if, if you need a day where you're just gonna scream into your pillow, don't worry, your neighbors won't hear you. Why would you wanna go to Bed Bath & Beyond? First of all, they're out of business. You wanna go support an American-made product, go to mypillow.com. 
And then you're also supporting one of the nation's most, I would say, Jesus-filled in a company that is completely, completely built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you're getting a two-for-one there. You know you've won a good night's sleep for years. You, you're, you're, you're tossing, you're turning. Just go now. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Church and State. C-H-U-R-C-H-A-N-D-S-T-A-T-E. That's church and state. You do not want to eat synthetic meat. If you if you can grow a meat in a lab, if, if you want to go ahead and have Soylent Green on the table, feel free to eat this garbage that Target's trying to throw out. But if you want actual meat that's been freeze-dried, it's been then processed by actual human beings, go to griddownchowdown.com. Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows. They hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues. And uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands. If you want a meat that's going to last freeze-dried 10 years or more, this is the product you want. I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church and State. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef. The blood is still in it. You just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal and you are ready to go. And remember, the Holy Word of God tells us, for one person has faith to eat all things, while another who is weak eats only vegetables. That's Romans 14, 2. This was sacred to God. Now this is exactly why I need some action for my people. Everybody, it's an honor to be with you.